0: Purification. Battles brings about purification, cleansing, and healing. All those three things we have to have, and we will go through those things when we are in the battle called life. Because, see, say it again, life is a battle. It's a battle. He's in a state, he's in a state now of depression. He's sitting there and he's talking to God and he's, he's asking God, take my life. In other words, he said, God, you go ahead and kill me right now. I'm tired. (laughs) Somebody said, "Mm mm-hmm. I mean, maybe none of you ever been that place, you know, but some folk has been to, been in that place, whether they're here or whether they're on online community where they're at a point where life does not seem worth living. That, that, that's the point where he was, and that's what the point where life sometimes can bring you that life is not worth living. They want to be taken out. You know, have you ever heard people say, I, I'm just ready for God to come on take me out of here? Huh, because so much is going on. I mean, when, when you really think about what is literally going on within our country, within our nation, within our world, and just think about it, I, Oh This week I've, I've heard because when you sit and you listen and you counsel, all you can do is sit and listen and counsel. Most time you're there to just to hear. Can you imagine having bat, a battle after battle after battle after battle after battle after battle? Can you imagine going through that? And so all you can do is encourage that individual that God is still with him. See, when, when, this week when I heard someone say, listen, I, you know, I, I've been going through this. I mean, my, you know, I've got sickness in my family. Not only do I have sickness in my family, but, but what's happening is those things that I thought I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up now. You know, at one point the economy was at one point and we were up on supposedly a high street, Okay. Seemed like everything was going well. Now, can you imagine where you used to have said amount of dollars and you were able to meet all your ends? You were able to meet all your bills. All of a sudden your check is cut into half and probably thirds. Some of y'all are there now. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And, and, and you're sitting there wondering, okay, God, how am I going to make these ends meet? Can we be real? Because see, people do ask that question. Amen. They may not vocally say it to somebody else, but they do ask themselves that, well, how am I going to make this happen? How am I going to make my, my rent note? How am I going to make my car payment? You know, and sometimes when, when it appears prosperity is there, we will go and buy things and buy things and buy things thinking it's going to always be there. But there comes a time when it's not going to be there. What do you do when you go into this battle called life and those things that you depended upon is no longer there? You know, one point, they were depending on the extra $600. Can we go in the natural and go real, everyday life? Because we're talking about life, right? We're talking about life. Can you, can, can you imagine you had that $600, that extra cushion, plus your, 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 your unemployment insurance, when you had that cushion. It was a cushion. And all of a sudden, they take that cushion from you. And, and, and at the time, it was like, okay, I can do this, and I can do this, and I can do this. Not even thinking that the people that makes the decisions, I'm talking man in the natural, they are not looking out for your welfare. So you're looking to the wrong source. you got to look to God. You, you have to look to God. And, and all of a sudden now, they're they, they complaining, they're fussing, and, they and, and they cannot come up with a decision. And, we asked, and I said, where is the next stimulus check? We've already spent the first one, right? We blowed it. C- can we be real? We didn't save it. We blew it. Can we be real? Amen. And that which we put up, it's not there anymore. Okay? Can, can, can we be real in the house? Amen. Yeah, you feel me, don't you, brother? Amen. It's not there. So we're looking for that next stimulus check. Look for what you need from God. God will bring all those things that you need. But see, this is about people are literally worn down. What happens when the money is not there? What happens when, when the brook has dried up? It, think about it. It used to be you could go to somebody else and they had a little float. I mean, they had something in that brook. Everybody's in the same boat. So you really can't go to Anybody? Because they don't have it. I mean, it's, it, but that's what. How do you handle that situation? Because see, that is part of life, and some people cannot handle that. I mean, you t- just like Elijah saying he's asking God to take his life. He don't want to live. It up. There are some people that has literally committed suicide because they was not or has not been able to handle the battles of life. All of these are battles of life. All of them are battles of life. So now he says, now we're going back to the scripture. He says, he says this in verse number 5. First, this is what happened in verse number 5. He's sitting there in a place of depression. There's so many people at this point is in a place of depression, mental depression. They, they, they are. I mean, I mean, I talk to so them on the phone, and they, they're there. And and, uh, and they're having what they call meltdowns. And, and, and understand this. It's not only adults that's having meltdowns but children are having meltdowns uh, how do you how do you handle that how how, how do you handle that d- d- you know this morning this morning and i'm going to say this this morning you know we were waiting on on, on brother philip and, and, and deacon norris and you know he had a situation you know that, that and that's why he was frazzled he wasn't frazzled for no other reason because his car you know kept acting up and he's trying to get to the church he had that battle i mean even the praise team we had a battle this morning trying to bring forth the praise but the the, the beauty of how the hell i said like do somebody need to come and get you because if you know if you come right now no he said i'll make it see words are creative they have creative power when he say is, is jesus with us and i said yeah jesus is with y'all i said yeah he was with y'all Next thing you know, they showed up. Amen. Because Jesus was with you all. Amen. He knew you had a mission. You had a purpose. Amen. He, he knew that. So, so the thing is, he, 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 he got up, kept moving, they kept moving until they finally, they finally got here. And we, I mean, there had to be some yokes to be broken this morning. I mean, all because the enemy does not want us to actually look at these battles of life and what they will take us through, just as the Scripture said. Now, this is what happens now when, 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 you, when we're in the need of something. Verse number 5, 1 Kings chapter 19. It says, And as he lay and slept under the jun- juniper tree for cleansing, purification, and healing, as he lay there, hmm, it says, Behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Why, even in our our, our lowest state, God has, has an angel that will touch us. God himself, the hand of God, will touch us and gives us specific instructions. The first thing he's saying, get up. Arise. That's what arise. Arise means to get up. And then say, eat. He's talking, He's not talking about eating natural food. He's talking about he's needing spiritual food. A lot of people that are going through are not eating spiritual food. And therefore, they are very, very low and can't seem to come up out of it. But once you get your diet right, I hear your Holy Spirit. Once you get your diet right, and when you know what your diet is, see, the same way you eat in the natural, you got to eat in the spirit. Yeah, okay church doors is, most of church doors are shut how many of us feed ourselves we being real huh. we going down we going down memory lane think about this week how many of us fed our our spirit our soul with the word of god see that that's where our strength comes from it comes from the word of god See, if it's a, it's like this. If it's a hot day, I don't want to drink of water. Sometimes a good old Pepsi will do it for me. Amen. Which I don't suppose to have. Amen. Ain't supposed to have that. But, but, but here it is now. He, he. The, the, God is giving specific instructions. You need to, you need to eat some spiritual food. You need to eat the Word of God. The Word of God is what gives you strength. The more, the weaker you get. We have to examine ourselves and ask, well, why am I, why am I weak? well why why is my focus off? you know why do I not have any strength it 's not by because of the natural food because see in honesty, you can go at least three or four days without eating because you 've still got enough food inside of you. But then, when God puts you on a situation wherein you're talking about a a supernatural fast and and you 're able to fast, you can go many days as long as the Lord is in it but but we got to begin to eat eat. The the spirit of food that keeps us alive during these battles in life. Because life comes with battles. Life comes with battles. He tells him now, he says, I want you to arise and eat. Look at verse 6. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did. He followed the instructions. He did eat and drink, and then he laid him down again. God says, after every battle that you go through, you got to replenish yourself. After every battle that you go through, you have to replenish yourself. You've got to get refreshed. You look in, in battles, you lose strength. I do. <clears throat> Uh, if I'm going through, and I, and, and I, especially when I know it's a spiritual battle. See, now this morning was a spiritual battle we had going on. I, when the Lord gave me this word, I mean, because all week long I, I couldn't get nothing. I wasn't getting. I'm being real as a preacher. I'm not one of those preachers that can outline their message and you have it for a whole year, because some of them do that, you know, or they pull them off the internet and get them a sermon, you know. That that, that, that that's not me. That, that I got to hear from God. If I don't hear from God, I can't speak to you. Because we're supposed to be mouthpieces for God. So so you've got to replenish yourself after every battle. You've got to replenish. You've got to become refreshed. Sometimes that first uh, 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 bite of spiritual food don't work. It's a, he ate and he laid back down. That means that that wasn't enough. Because some of us just get a little bit. Because the preachers say, well, you need to be studying the word of God. So you run home and you get, you know, I'm going to study the word. Or I'm going to play it on my, on my phone or whatever, you know. <laughs> and, and don't do it no more the rest of the week. Because you felt guilty, you know, when the word came forth. But the thing is, that's not enough. See, just having a little bit of this word right here, especially when we're going through times like these, we've got to have a whole lot of word. And we've got to have a whole lot of faith to make it through. We got to have a whole lot of faith. Don't, don't, don't fool yourselves. Don't do not uh, hear me. Online community, those that are listening, those that are in the world, hear, hear the spirit of the Lord. Do not fool yourselves. Coronavirus is real. COVID nineteen is real. Do not fool yourself. The, the, Yes, I have faith. I know what God says, and, 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 and Psalms 91. He said it won't even come to my house. That's what I stand on every day. But I, I'm not crazy. I still go out there and get that lasso, and I spread trying to kill them germs. You hear me? I'm being real, okay? And you all but need to be real, too. Because, see, when everything first came out, this sister, she reminded me, and we have to pray for them because their family, you know, they're going through a lot of sickness, a lot of things going on, so they're not even able to be here at church for six weeks. You know, even though they desire to be here, they can't be here because they're under the mandate of the doctor. They got to stay home. They have to stay home. Uh, and and, and I'm, see, she says to me, when we were talking about how he was talking about it's being airborne, how you hear the president's voice and talking about this, this COVID-19 is airborne, she said, do you not remember when it first came out that you said it was airborne, that there was no way that these many people can get sick and die and but just by touching? Then it comes out of the mouth of the president, and he says, you know, it's not like you don't get it by the means of touching. It's in the air. You breathe it in. See, God had already told us that. It wasn't, that was nothing new. You know, we should get angry because of taking away our rights and our beliefs and stuff. But the fact remains: use common sense. Oh, I'm going to the beach and I'm going to party. I'm going out there. The I'm gonna go where the crowd is. You going where Corona is? You, come on, come. Let's let's get real. Let's get real. Amen, because it's happening. it's going how in the world can over four hundred some four hundred ten thousand, four hundred fifteen thousand people die and you're going to have to have a, right now it's a, um over almost two hundred thousand. How in the world by January the first it's going to be over four hundred and fifteen thousand it, It's no joke, people. It's not a joke. It is not a joke, but we treat it as it is a joke. And it's this, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. And it's the same way we treat sin. Like, like we can sin it and it's okay. No, there's a reckoning day. Let me get back to the scripture. It's, there, there's a reckoning day. Amen. Okay. Now, remember, these, these are the battles of life we have to go through. Battles. But we've got to keep our faith. Amen. Now, he says in verse number 7, Oh, First Kings chapter 19. It says, and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and he touched him and said, arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. The battle of life is too great for us. So we've got to rise up and eat spiritual food. The journey, he said, he, he gives him instruction now. He says, now the journey is too great for you. You, you need God. You, you need God. Last week, they talk, uh, Dr. Lamb was preaching about uh, uh, humility. He was talking about needing God. And then, lo and behold, a uh, uh, minister Earl comes right along and, and talks about, he started singing about, you know, without God. You know, I'm like a ship without a sail. If we don't have God in our life, we are just like a ship uh, 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 in the world, just sailing. In no direction, no guidance. We're just following the wind. I'll tell you about where the wind comes from. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about this wind. Okay, now, now, it says now, okay, he tells him to rise and he tells him the journey is too great. Then verse 8 says, and he arose and did eat and drink, and he went in the strength of that meat, that meat, that particular meat, 40 days and 40 nights unto heart, the mouth of God. That was a time frame. That's a time frame. See, that's why you got to eat every day. You can't eat today and skip tomorrow and, and, and skip the next day and the next day yeah, because there's a time frame. Today, like this is like the manna. God told him, listen, I'm going I'm to give you manna. And you go out there every day and you get it. You gather it in. But he said when he comes down to that Sabbath, he said, no, no. He said, I'm going to give you extra. And then for that extra, you have enough for that, for, that, for that Sabbath, for that Sunday or Saturday, whichever. But see, the thing is, they had to go out and gather manna every day. See, we got to go out and and gather manna, which is the word of God, every day. We we, we got to do that. Now, look at verse number 9. Here we go. Here we go. Talking about the battles of life. Verse 9 says, And he came thither unto a cave, and he lodged there, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What? do thou here elijah the battles of life it will send you into a cave already put you on the run now it will send you into a cave a cave is is a dark place It'll, it'll give you dark days and see these caves are the thoughts and feelings that's hidden within your soul See, that's that cave. Your thoughts and your feelings that's within your soul. See, that's, that's that cave. He's, he's lodging in that dark place. He's hanging out. <clears throat> he's, he's hanging out in depression. That's what he's doing. He is hanging out. He's hanging out. He says, he's hanging out. He's in this cave. You know, you can hang out in your mind and it, it will mess you up. <laughs> if you hang out in your mind. And because see, the mind is a spirit. It's, it's a spirit. And see, that that's where the devil's playground is. That's, that's his, where his playground is. See, what's happening is, and now he tells him. he said he lodged there. In other words, he set up camp there. Battles of life, woe is me, why has all this happened to me? I, I heard that this week. And I began to encourage that individual and tell him, listen, you got strong faith. You get in battle after battle after battle after battle. And, and you know what's amazing is this. Not only are you having to be a breadwinner for your family, but you got to be a school teacher too. And I don't know about y'all, but when it came down to me, I couldn't even do third grade math. He said, mm, yes, sir. <laughs> my my sister, she, I don't know why they think I got this intelligence. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he, why they think that because I don't. She's going to bring her third, her, her, her third great grandson over there and say, okay, so you can help me. Yeah. When I got, I had the answer, but I couldn't get the answer the way the book, what they wanted me to come up with the answer. And I, I mean, I was having a, oh my Lord, what in the world is this? I, I, I was like, I, I don't understand this. I'm almost 70 years old and I couldn't even understand third grade math. You know, that's bad, ain't it? But well, that's that stuff they got. So, so here we are trying to be breadwinners, trying to be teachers, trying to be everything that man want us to be, our children want us to be. And I, I could not comprehend that third grade math. I'm like, God, oh, help me. Help help the parents, help those people that are going through those things. And and, and they're pulling their heads out. I mean, the head, I mean, it's like, oh, I can't, I'll get calls at the calls and calls at the calls. He said, "Can you, can you help me? Can you help me?" I'm like, one day I did help him. I just took the child, that child. And we, 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 on uh, one subject, we spent about four hours, and they call it world history. Four hours. Come on, Brenda, you ought to be brighter than that. You know what happened? The young lady, she knew the answers, and I didn't. I said, I, I said, let's guess at it. What you said? Mm. And we did. And my answers was wrong and hers was right. I, I, I'm like, well, we need that stuff. Who cares? It's wrong anyhow. What's in the history book is wrong. It's not real. It's not true. It, it's not. You know, wake up, America. History is not real what we read in the book. No, it's not. It's, uh, it's a minister now. All right, let me go on. Let me go on. Let me see. Come on. Now, God speaks to him and says, what are you doing here? Yeah, this week I got tired. I think I called uh, uh, um, Minister Marslet. I think it was this week. And I said, you know, I'm just tired. I, I am just tired. Got no energy. Nothing going on. I said, I am just tired. And she finished it to me. See, we need ministering too. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Y'all didn't know the preacher needs ministering too, did you? Y'all, didn't, y'all think we 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 don't go through nothing? Y'all think we everything is wonderful? Honey, we need it just, just like y'all do. We all at the same crossroads. And, and, and we're looking up to the man called asking for help. So, and so God is saying, what you doing here? This is not to the place where I call you. See, you got to remember now, after every victory, you know, the enemy is gonna intensify himself. And you're gonna, you're gonna run, you're gonna run, you're gonna run, you're gonna hide. No matter what the situation is, you're gonna hide. And God's going to come searching right where you are and say, come on, what you doing here? This is not where I call you to be. See, we are called to be the light of the world. We're called to be the light. We're, we're, we've been called to be salt. See, Jesus said he's the light of the world. Then he tells, tells us we're the light of the world. And then he tells us we're, we're salt. We're supposed to be the one that season the world. We, we're supposed to be the one that changes things. And there we are in our mind and our thoughts sitting up in a cave in that dark place. Wow. and jesus said God says what are you doing here now watch what he says what watch watch what he says i'm going almost skip us as if we don't say it okay because we do say it now now verse number 10 says and this is his response this is our response it says and he said I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts for the children of Israel has forsaken thy covenant thrown down thrown down thine altars slain thy prophets with the sword and I even I am left and they seek my life to take it away sometimes we feel like we're the only one serving God come on y'all sometimes we feel like we're the only one going through can we be real (laughs) we're like I'm the only one going through this I had one person that calls me continuously and they say oh I'm I'm lonely this corona is killing me I said don't you think it's killing the rest of the folk too because you ain't the only one shut in. We all shut in. But it, you can get to a place where you feel like, oh, I'm the only one going through this. No. You know, it's more than, it's, it's more than that. Let me hurry along. Okay. Now, watch verse number 11. It's key. Verse 11, first uh, Kings chapter 19. Verse 11 says, and he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. The Lord has given some direction. He says, go forth and stand upon the mount be- before the Lord. Watch this. He says, and behold, what did the Lord do? The Lord did what? He passed by. The Lord passed by. See, sometimes we can be so, so messed up in our mind, God, God can, can come to us and we'll move right on by. The Lord passed right on by and we don't even recognize it's God. We don't recognize God. It says here, he says, and behold, the Lord passed by watch this and a great and strong wind rent the mountains breaking pieces the rocks before the Lord but the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake verse 12 says and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice let me tell you during the, the battles of life, you could hear a whole lot of voices. A whole, I mean, they are loud. The, when the Lord passed by, Elijah didn't catch it. He didn't hear it. But he heard that, that loud, boisterous noise. He, he heard the strong winds. I mean, the earthquake. And the, and he saw the fire and said he wasn't in there. See, there's too many voices that's talking. In dark days, too many voices are talking. Too many voices are speaking when you're going through a battle. But you got to be able to discern and hear that small, still voice. We live in a society everything is just at just a, a, a fast pace. Everything. But we're not hearing God. When God showed up, he never heard him. God passed right on by. All these other things that we hear in our mind, Because that's what the enemy does. He put it in our mind. God said, I'm not in that. I I am not in that. He said, I am in that small, still voice. Watch what happens when you hear the voice, okay? Now, the latter part, uh, uh, verse 13 says, and it was so when Elijah heard it. See, when you hear the voice of God, you'll react. When you hear the voice of God. Watch it. And it was so, verse 13, when Elijah heard it, he heard that small, still voice, that he wrapped his faith in his mantle. He went out and he stood at the entering end of the cave. And behold, there came once again a voice unto him saying, What doeth thou, Elijah? What are you doing here? See, all see the devil does a lot of things. He says a lot of stuff. But God speaks and he said, What are you doing? What are you doing here? Well, what are you doing? What are, why are we in the condition or in the state of mind we're in? He said, What are you doing here? Now, here's the here's the answer. Here's the antidote. Here's the answer. The last verse, verse 15. It says, And the Lord said unto him, Go. Return on the way to the wilderness of Damascus. Now, that's the part that A-clause is what we're to key on. God says during this time of these battles in life that we have to continually go through these battles, the first thing that God's instructions to us, to us is go and return on the way to the wilderness of Damascus. Well, what is Damascus? Damascus is a similitude of burning. It's like, it's, like, it's, it's like fire. In other words, it's where you first felt the fire of God. He says, when you're going through the battle of life, to return. Return to that place where you first found God, where you first found the fire. And you'll get you some strength to be able to go on another day's journey. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen for his word. The battles of life. The battles of life. Every battle, every battle you're going to lose some strength.